This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. You can find us on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcasts. John, we're in the Liveberg Studios. Hey. We've got our producer, Ben Stonium, here with us. As always, you can reach the show on our hotline, 412-368-6375. It's a special time of year, John. It is the one time of year for some people to get out there and do some rigorous physical activity and possibly hurt themselves and the people that they care about. <laughs> of course, we're talking about turkey bowl season. Mm. Maybe this and, like, paintball are times when it is legal and encouraged to hurt your friends. Yeah. Uh, the trash talk, the shame. Deep. Also just, yeah, the range, the age range. I don't know about the game that you play in, but mine has a pretty wide age range, which you think would make it safer. I actually think it makes it more dangerous. More dangerous how? You know, if you've got a 21-year-old kid running shallow crossing routes ready to die, but also like a 58-year-old dude also running shallow crossing routes ready to die just because of where he's at in life and that could lead to some serious serious big big league collisions um i stopped playing turkey bowl for like uh, a long time probably like 12 years because i was playing a a ridiculously violent tackle football game mm. at uh Alderdice's field behind the school and some idiot put his shoulder on my knee as i was held up Ooh. and i popped my mcl and then uh you know my whole family was in town for thanksgiving we were doing it at my mom's for like the first time ever uh-huh. so like <laughs> i get picked up by my mom who takes me to the er oh no, yeah you, you you jerk it was so bad it was so bad and that was the last time you played in a turkey bowl i played a few years ago but it was flag okay and i can still Ooh. do that that's organized. Okay, so no, 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 it's it's not organized. It's flag leads to more cheating than tackling because right. it's like you are not allowed to defend your flag, and people are like, "That's PSL rules. That has no bearing here." Yeah, I like the ambiguous two hand touch, which is still the you know extremely people, dangerous. People are still arguing about some calls from last year. I'm and, sure. Okay, so here's my approach uh, with that. I t- I can test every call. I'm gonna take some plays off. All right, I've earned it. <laughs> I'm kind of like TJ Watt in that way. Like, I'm going to take some plays off, but the plays that you get me on offense, I'm going to go to the wide hash as far as I can. I'm going to the sideline. I'm running a fly route every time. If you don't hit me, it's on you. It's on you, (laughs) right? And and then on defense, me and about seven or eight other guys are going to play center field, right? You never see more people playing center field at a turkey bowl. Maybe the only other time is like, when children catch fly balls at the home run derby and there's like yeah. 80 of them and they're all in center field. That's the only other time where you'll, you'll see more people. I'm, I got center field. I got center field. If everyone's playing center field, 
It's not center field. What I like to do is, since I don't have a regular game, I cruise around, just a little, like a little nutty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, try to find the perfect game. So three years ago, I was at this, I rolled up on these dudes and they were like, about my age. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank God. And I'm like, are you guys playing tackle or flag? And they're like, flag, dude. It's it's going to be fine. You want to stick around? I'm like, yes, I do. Cool. And so they split up the teams. It's important in these situations to really sandbag yourself. Somewhere in like rocky sweatpants. Mm-hmm. I'm hair down. Right. And because I am able to, because I have so many pairs of cleats, the intentional two different cleats to look like a total Ooh. dork. Which, I mean, I am anyway, but like the I set the bar so low that I would have to play the worst I've ever played to yeah. get under that. So I, I, I immediately am unburdened by pressure. They split up the teams, and this guy's like, hey, Mike, what are we doing? Like, uh, you can blitz whenever you want, or like, is it like a three Mississippi thing? And I'll never forget this guy's like, I guess that depends. Do you want daddy to run all over you? Ooh. Which was great trash talk. I love it. And um, I just got to be a fly on the wall. I mean, a warm body and play okay in this ecosystem of people that had long-standing trash talk beefs. And, yeah. then, they, and then they got drifters like you. So, <laughs> so every game has an you know archetype. I think every game has characters that are sort of similar. Universal. We, yeah, we kind of went went through them. I would say that th- I want to start off. This is the most dangerous guy at turkey ball the guy who went to college and started lifting not an athlete beforehand got a lot to prove undrafted a ton to prove wow i'm doing flat bench four days a week if that's it (laughs) exactly if they could see me now some of these guys played sports in high school and made fun of me we'll see who's laughing when i kill kevin right similarly in that vein you got the guy you got your friend's little brother that guy, right, who it has like caught up a little bit physically, and might be bigger than you, or at least maybe faster or stronger. He's sort of, he's caught up, right, right. And the advantage is not what it was, and you have to decide just how hard you're going to push. Because like two years ago, you threw him on the ground, kicked him in the <laughs> ribs, and like poured Gatorade on him. Who, who else you got? The little brother's seeking you out like you're the fastest gun in the West. Yeah. <laughs> Wants to kill you in front of everyone. Yeah. Uh, Mel Gibson, the Patriot, I've long feared that my sins would <laughs> come to revisit me, and I fear the price is more than I can bear. I like this guy because one day I'll naturally make the transition to this dude. It's the guy who shows up hungover, and you were hanging out with him at the bar the night before, and he never, ever had any intention of playing. Right. He is chilling. I am. Look, when I agreed to do that shot last night, I had already had long made up my mind yeah. that I would not be playing. Tomorrow. Maybe comes in for a play, like on a pass rush on a big fourth down. Probably not. Okay. No, certainly not in a pass rush situation. <laughs> Garbage time. Yeah. Whatever. Just a a man, a cup of coffee, right, and a cigarette. Yeah, that's you know, is that the worst guy or is that the best guy? You know, it all depends. Sometimes you can also be the coach if you're that guy yeah. and just give unhelpful advice. Right, right. Uh, then, of course, we've got the guy who's dressed like he's ready to kill the f*** out of a deer. 
right? Just like it was that only like, cold weather clothes or yeah, hunting clothes, and it's all camo, and he's got like huge boots. But he's like he's catching the eight yard outs, and he's got the mask he's on, getting the ball. But yeah, he's getting the ball back to the quarterback, and he's running down on kickoffs. That that's a dangerous guy. I'm going to tell you about the guy that I hate. Okay. Okay. Quiet guy. Quiet guy that talks no trash. Uh, that's playing press coverage on you a little too hard. Here's what I think. Because like I said, I'm every third play running a deep ball. Is a gentleman's agreement that you're going to like f*** off on a play or two to just kind of let me... No. See, I think there should I be. am that guy. You're going to press on me, and be, <laughs> but you're not quiet. I'm talking about the quiet guy where you can't be like, hey, this guy, you know, and it's just like you don't say a word to him all game, but he has been Darrell Revis And was not, all at, over not at the bar the night before. He was not at the bar. You don't Sober, know who he is, and he's just Gatorade, like... Gatorade, did a warm-up. He's like, I saw you. You're the tall guy. I'm covering your ass. And he, and he doesn't let up. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about this Steeler game, I guess. I went to the game. It, it was cool for a while mm. until it wasn't. But we have a new sponsor. We're very excited. Uh, take a listen. Support them if you can. It's the Pittsburgh Stool Company. It's the Pittsburgh Stool Company Black Friday sale. We've got brown stools, green stools. All stools are priced to move. Check out our clearance section of loose stools. Our warehouse is covered wall to wall with stool. And it's time to clean out our inventory. Imports from London and our bloody stool collection. Don't forget to check out our floating stools. Our stool liquidation event will be oozing with savings. It's the Pittsburgh Stool Company Black Friday sale. Two locations, Brownsville Road and Sewer Way on Mount Washington. I love the sewer way location myself in Mount Washington. Yeah, there's a little more variety of stool there. Mm-hmm. They've really got it all. Just in time for the holidays. All right, John, God, Steeler game. It was cold. It was not the worst kind of game, but a bad feeling when 20 to 17, we we're turned the corner. We got them right where we want them. It was a great first half. I was thinking about you being there. I'm like, man. He picked a good one to go to. This is a, a sweep, good game. The sweep of the Bengals. Everything was, I was loving it. I thought it was all going really well. Defense was getting the pass rush. Pickett, Pickens had some early chemistry. Um, yeah, it uh, was a little triggering for me, personally. How so? Uh, reminded me of a story, a thing that happened to me, a real thing. I was a, a freshman in college. There was a young lady I had a few classes with that I was interested in. Friday night came around. We're going to go out. We're going to go to Oakland, whatever. Uh, there was this guy named Ed who, if you called his house in South Oakland and he his wife answered, that meant that he was near the uh, place where you could get beer and he would get it for you if you bought him a 40 also. His name was Ed. He was awesome. How was that guy married? <laughs> That's a great. Honey, I'm going down to the place yeah. where kids buy me beer after I buy. No, them here's beer. how it would go: you would call, you would call her, uh, you would say, "Is Ed there?" And she would say, "He ain't home." And if he wasn't home, he was there. And it was automatic every time. Um, so I, Ed hooked me up. Like somehow I got like some liquor. I'm like doing shots. I'm the man. Mm -hmm. This girl comes out. It's like I'm um, I'm the coolest, right? And I I was Icarus. I flew too close to the sun. And the first half went great, and by the end of the night, I was carried like a baby deer up the stairs by this dude that lived across the street from me, just like, um, I think, I'm not like a pee guy when I get drunk, like I don't pee my pants, I know a lot of people do, I think everyone will eventually if you get drunk enough, but I did like, I was 
I was somewhere near like the Carnegie Library brontosaurus, like slouched over in a bush, <laughs> urinating all over, um, probably myself a little bit. By and, Dippy. Uh, Dippy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that young lady, she also she dippied herself. She was that, that was it. I had it in the bag, and I and I frittered it away, and that's kind of how I feel like this game went. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it just felt like the first half was good. Is is what I'm trying to say. In the second half, was not because she, much like the Bengals, made some critical adjustments, mm-hmm. and I did not like re- evaluating her life. Uh-huh. At a party and yeah. being like, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah. the first half was cool. The second half, not so much. When you watch Samaji P. Ryan, P. Ryan. look like Barry Sanders out there. Uh, it was not good. Uh, also, like the Bengals with those uniforms, those Pleasantville ass, black and white. Those are dumb. You know, it was a, it was a cold game. It was a long time to be outside. I managed to burn myself on the fire pit in the tailgate, burned a hole through my jeans, my tights, Whoa. and my sock. Just like I caught an ember. <laughs> I'm like, this Whoa. is this is how forest fires happen. I, w- I thought I was getting stung by a bee, and I looked down, and my those winter bees pant leg was on fire. Yeah, well, holy. it was the same kind of searing yeah. pain as when you get stung by a yeah. bee. It's important to handle the loss with grace, John. Mm. It's important to be good stewards of sportsmanship and football. I was walking out, and some Bengals fans were... There was some there was some who day going on, and I was just yelling, "Bidet!" Yeah, <laughs> got him. I'm like, you know, buzzed and angry. Uh huh. And it seemed like that would work. Probably said "bidet" forty times on the walk back. All right, yelled it. Maybe they could get some bidets at Akersher. Do you think there is a single bidet at Akersher? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like maybe that's like the one thing that the PA announcer requires. He's like, oh, listen, Larry um, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Richard's like, he's like, listen, guys, I want to keep doing this. Right, I, really I, I love it. I love the work. I like to I, I like to help people and you know use my gift. But I really, really need a bidet. And they're like, well, we can put one in the in like the press. But he's like, it's it's kind of got to be mine specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, this is what happens when your team's three and seven. You have to um, descend into madness, and I feel like it's only going to get worse. Mm. You think there's going to be a lot of Steeler talk at your Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's like you know people talk about you got to plan to talk politics or not. It's putting an extra two beers on everybody's expected drink total. Okay, I think in southwestern Pennsylvania. Yeah, just remember, everyone, it's your family. Take it easy on each other, you know. Unless you're right and they're wrong. Absolutely. In that case, let it fly. Give them hell. Right. And then wait for their apology. All right. It's a packed show today, John. We have yet another sponsor. Ooh. I feel like we were able to sort of parlay this deal with Twitter being what it is now and the uncertainty of the crypto market kind of tanking people want to advertise you know with with real people real folks right and we're looking for disruption in the space let's be honest we want to shake things up and innovate and we want real products Mm -hmm. we want to put our names behind real products we don't want to put our names behind ethereal pixie dust mumbo jumbo yeah and i think that's what we have with these folks so uh Please just, you know, 
Keep an open mind, and if you can use their services, please do. Take a listen. Welcome to Thought Bubble. We think critically, listen closely, and act intentionally. We knew big data when it was little data. At Thought Bubble, we do all our own stunts. We're that kid from high school you think about once a year and wonder, what's that guy doing right now? Why did he never change for gym class? What was his deal? Well, we're doing great. And our deal is that we're industry leaders in innovation. We provide an analog toolkit for the digital world. We're the point of impact. We're connected retail, actionable insights, and your stepdad's stupid idiot face meet. So what do we do? What does ThoughtBubble bring to the marketplace and stakeholders at large? I'm glad you asked. We connect real people with robot dogs capable of physical love. And when you're ready, we can connect you too. You might have some questions like, wait a second, are you the dogfuckers.com guys? No, we were dogfuckers.com. Now we're ThoughtBubble a streamlined online suite that uses blockchain technology to give humans a seat at the canine android sex table. Human love is fickle and pointless. It's archaic. But what if you could share a deep physical connection with man's best friend? Sounds a little better, right? So check us out. Download the Thought Bubble app and upload passion. I mean, anytime we can put our name behind a product that can truly help people. Transforms lives. I want to be very clear, too, about Thought Bubble. They don't make the robot dogs. No, they are just the person and the, the suite and really the software that connects people with the dogs. They're so, mavens. Right. Check them out. All right. We asked last week, would it be better if the Steelers mascot was a giant pigeon? with a Steeler helmet on, or Steely McBeam, which the point's been made time and again. Looks like if Adam Carolla were a Muppet. Yeah, that's weirdly accurate. I never heard that. Yeah. Um, and the results are in on Twitter. 82 votes. 85% went Giant Pigeon in football helmet. As that opposed, checks out. So Steely McBeam has been here for like 12 years and has no social capital or goodwill. He's been here that long think so who's who voted for steely mcbeam i would like to show yourself i'd like to dox the people that voted for steely mcbeam yeah you should have to join our registry i think Mm -hmm. and they put something on your license plate where you can be pulled over at any time for just simply supporting steely mcbeam as compared to a giant pigeon with a football helmet sounds fair anyway the pigeons like the steeler defense were no shows on sunday so you know how they always say, like, humans, it's like, in your lifetime, you will eat 400 spiders. Mm-hmm. They always, There's, like, stuff like that. Pigeons in their lifetime, which is I'm assuming is, like, seven years and not 70, they probably eat 400 cigarette butts. But They probably a, have a taste for a certain, like, they either really like menthol or they don't, or they like the, you know, oh, American spirit. <laughs> Come to daddy. <laughs> An influx of pigeons in Lawrenceville, uh, pecking an American sick. <laughs> I got a story for you on uh, the Post-Gazette. Hit me. Um, apparently, Point Park doesn't want its courtyard <laughs> <laughs> to be a downtown urinal. The city wants a better solution than a fence. Please stop peeing on our stuff. 
We're doing important research. People got to pee somewhere, Point Park. Right. These quotes are wild. Hit me. Get, what do we got? Some people have been treating the space as a downtown urinal. If, Down, I'm, yeah. if I'm ever in another band, downtown, downtown urinal. urinal. That's yeah. actually sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up? We're downtown urinal. Right. And you just play uh, Rancid Outcome the Wolves cover to cover. Hell yeah. I don't know. I feel like, is that the Streisand effect where you're like, please stop peeing on our stuff? And then well, it certainly like, could be. I'm going to go take a, I'm going to go bleed the lizard. And, you know, if, if I'm, if, if I know I'm not going to get caught, right? Piss at the downtown urinal, I'm probably going to do it, right? Media relations people certainly should have thought about this mm-hmm. before they announced to the city of Pittsburgh, don't throw us in the briar patch right. of urine. <laughs> I had no idea about this. And now I'm like, Unless unless it's part of a research study and they're trying to Tom Sawyer us into uh, peeing on the fence. Paint yeah. our fence with urine. You know what? You might be onto something there. All right, before we move on to the Colts here, John, we got a call that came in on the hotline. As always, the hotline. Hit us up there, 412-368-6375. Let's go to the phones. Hey, this is Arnold Fleck and Terrell Crick calling once again. Um, calling about the... Steelers Colts game coming up this week. Uh, battle for I seventy, you know, a real rust belt battle. Um, going against, you know, as Bill Cowher said, uh, under qualified coach uh, in Jeff Saturday. You know, me and my buddies like to call him Jeff Monday because he's such a pain in the ass. Uh, you know, we really view this matchup uh, to have equivalence with. Another day of this week, you know, you know, the game's on Sunday. But if you think about the week ahead, we got Blackout Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You might run into the girl who lives in Indianapolis now. She doesn't really like what's going on. She doesn't really like the situation, but she might bring you down. You know, this weekend, the Steelers might be brought down by the Colts. Lesser opposition. Steelers always play down. Would love to hear your thoughts about the comparison. Would love to hear your thoughts about Jeff Monday. And honestly, have a great Thanksgiving. Love listening to the show. Take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Arnold. I don't know. I, there is something magical about the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and John, I know, is a is a is the father of a newborn. I, I will be out. You will. <laughs> All right, on now to the Colts. If Tomlin loses this game, because Jeff Saturday, it would appear, was not mm, super qualified, our head coaches that said Jeff Saturday doesn't belong in the league, which Tomlin did not. In his press conference, he was like, I have no opinion on that. Jeff Saturday is a leader of men, blah, 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 say all the right things. But if Jeff Saturday has its success or has a bunch of success with the Colts, does it pull back the curtain and reveal that the head coach is just a lever puller, just mm, the Wizard of Oz type thing? I mean, can we say, have the Colts had a sadder year than us? The Colts went to a rookie quarterback who played really, really terrible, mm-hmm. and then they went, they came crawling back to Matt Ryan, right? <laughs> so yes. From that, that is uh, that 
would be correct that yeah. they've had a sadder year. This is a battle between two two sad teams right now, which could be really fun. Could also be really sad. We got to win this game. And if we, because if we don't, then it will actually be time to start talking about the draft. Because oh. I don't know if you've seen the tweets, but it's like right now the Steelers have yeah. pick eight, pick thirty four, and pick thirty eight. And if they lose to the Colts, who I believe are also a three win team. <laughs> Then they'll have at least pick seven. Mm. <laughs> or we can run the table. But speaking of Jeff Saturday, John, Saturday's going to be a big day mm. in Pittsburgh in terms of music. That's right. Johnny Saturday, that's me, will be at the Honky Tonk Jukebox at Kingfly Spirits. Uh, come on out. You know, you got to rest up after the Turkey Bowl and... Hopefully, you know, bulk up a little bit, you know, at the, at the dinner table and then dance it all off uh, and enjoy some country music, me and my pals, uh, Kingfly Spirits in the Strip District. Hope to see you there. Hockey Talks are super sweet. If you're available Saturday and in town, you should definitely check it out. All right, that's going to do it for the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast. You can reach us by email, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com. You can... Hit us up on the phone line, 412-368-6375. Huge thanks to Liveberg Studios. Huge thanks to our producer, Ben Stonium. We're available on YouTube, but also anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.